Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. There is, without question, a divide in the Church. Not merely about liturgical debates or about the role of tradition and the development of doctrine. No, this goes well beyond that. At the more basic level, we see a divide over the role of the priest in the church. The synod made that abundantly clear this past month. Today, let's talk about that divide in the church, because there are forces at work in the church with such little regard for the priests that they would turn them into glorified vending machines for the sacraments if they had their way. The synod also made that clear, with talk of laity taking on governance roles in the church. In the past week, one cardinal, speaking for Francis, clearly doesn't understand this, and he made that very clear. And another cardinal, criticizing the synod and Francis, has had enough of this anti-priest attitude in Rome. Let's dive into our story. Headline from American Magazine. Cardinal Pierre on why the U.S. bishops are struggling to connect with Pope Francis. Now, I know what you're thinking. If he was at all aware of how people really felt, he'd at least mention that it's because Francis has an open disdain for Americans, or that he tends to dislike theologically conservative or traditional priests, or any number of other issues that point back to Francis and not to American clergy as being the fault in this in general. But no, that's not what happens here. He spends a lot of time setting the stage by talking about how Francis led a synodal movement in South America before he was allegedly elected pope, most notably in the infamous Aparecida Conference, which laid out a lot of the ideas we've seen in the Francis Church in the past decade. That's meant to set the stage for the idea that American bishops just don't get the idea for a need for decentralization, which is just accusing the American bishops of being rigid clericalists, without ever using that inflammatory language. He sets the stage for all that, and then we get this, quote, when he, Cardinal Pierre, arrived in the United States nine years later in 2016, Cardinal Pierre said, I was astounded that many of the bishops didn't know what had happened in Aparecida. They did not know that Evangelii Gaudium, the first document of Pope Francis, was rooted in Aparecida. They had not seen what, other, what had happened in their own continent in South America, he remarked. This is very serious because what has happened was not banal. It was the beginning of what we live today. They didn't know that the Pope was one of the bishops at Aparecida, or that the whole South American church had made a tremendous effort of synodality. At Aparecida, the cardinal said, The bishops said the church and society have changed, and the transmission of the faith is not done through the culture as in the past, so we have to provide new opportunities and ways for people to have a personal encounter with Christ through a church that is fitting to the new society, a new way of being Catholic. This demands a readjustment of the pastoral approach, which is very difficult to do because people are, well, we all are, set in our views, in our ways of preaching and organizing. This is especially true in the United States, where we have a very organized church, which has worked beautifully for many years, Cardinal Pierre said. Over 200 years, we have built fantastic church schools, hospitals, parishes, and churches, but almost nobody comes to church anymore. So, Pope Francis said, go out of the church. But we still remain in the church. Why? Pope Francis said, I want a missionary church. I want a church of the poor that goes out to the poor. 
but the Cardinal recalled when he arrived in the United States as nuncio in 2016, he was shocked to hear some in the church laugh at that and dismiss it as Bergoglio's idea. He insisted, quote, The reality is that behind the vision of the Pope there is apparacita. Bergoglio is not the inventor of that approach. The Holy Spirit inspired the synodal approach at Apparacita. Six years later, Bergoglio was elected Pope by the grace of the Holy Spirit, he said. That's my faith. And the new Pope followed in the footsteps of Apparacita. End quote. So I've covered Apparacita in previous videos before, and let me know if you need a revisiting of that. But Cardinal Pierre is certainly right about one thing he said there, that the faith is no longer passed on through society. That's undeniably a correct. If synodality was, was about examining the gospel and figuring out ways to transmit the gospel in light of changing social conditions that are hostile to the gospel without compromising on the message of our Lord or on the faith, then I'd be all for it. That might actually be a synod worth having if the orthodoxy of the faith could be protected and preserved. But that's not what we got in the synod. Instead, we heard a lot of talk from synod delegates about changing the faith. And then Francis issued documents helping to further the decentralization of the church, which will be, enable the faith to be changed at the local level. That's what we got. Unfortunately for us, many people think the Synod was a big nothing burger, and that everything that we were worried about happening now won't happen. So they've put their blinders back on. The Synod isn't even over yet, and it's worth remembering that we don't know what the final document in late 2024 or early 2025 is going to look like. But for the moment, that's all immaterial. Cardinal Pierre doesn't understand why the American bishops have a hard time with Francis. And he doesn't understand traditional Catholicism. That's pretty clear. Nor does he understand why the divide in the church is now wider than it's ever been before, especially after this phase of the synod. Maybe he should listen to Cardinal Mueller on this, who gave us this story from Info Vaticana with this headline. Cardinal Mueller denounces that at the Synod, priests were spoken ill of, and even the Pope did so too. Now, obviously, Info Vaticana is not an English-language news site, so the translation here is pretty literal, but a more easily digestible headline would be, Cardinal Mueller calls out the anti-priest statements of the Synod. And there certainly were anti-priest sentiments at the Synod. They fueled the talk of clericalism and decentralization of the Church. Mueller understands how destructive that sentiment really is, and how it further collapses vocations, especially when the man the world thinks is the Pope is known for publicly attacking faithful priests. I'm glad a moderate like Mueller is calling this out, too. And he is a moderate, let's be honest with ourselves. Because people tend to listen to him more than someone like Cardinal Burke or Cardinal Seurat, who are viewed as being close to traditional in their leanings, whether that's true or not, I'll let you decide. But that then gets their view pushed to the margins. Mueller's point is pretty straightforward, as expressed in the article here. Quote, The German cardinal has given an interview to Italian media La Brujula Cotodiana, in which he once again reiterates that when the Pope called the laity, the nature of the synod changed, which instead was born as an expression of the collegiality of all the bishops with the Pope. It is not only the Pope who governs the Church, as some sycophants of Pope Francis would like today. Although the majority of those attending the Synod have valued the participation of lay people in it as a positive, Mueller has a very different well-founded position. If you want to talk to the laity, very good. 
There are other tools, for example, the International Theological Commission, or other ad hoc institutions can be created, no problem. But the Synod has a different nature, and the Pope cannot change the sacramental structure of the Church. Episcopal authority cannot be granted to someone who is not a bishop, the Cardinal concludes. Cardinal Mueller recognizes what is an open secret. After many discussions, no one knows what synodality is. Furthermore, in the interview with the aforementioned Italian media, he assures that, quote, many bishops felt disappointed. They complained about the low level of the interventions. And furthermore, theological questions cannot be addressed with emotions. The former prefect of the doctrine of the faith denounces in the interview that, quote, even in the synod, there was always bad talk about priests, and the Pope did too. If there are some good words in the final document, it is the work of the editors, because many complained. But the general tone of the synod was very negative. A caricature is made of the Catholic priesthood, as if it were a cast in contrast to the laity, says Mueller. Cardinal Mueller recalled that, quote, priests belong to Jesus not to the Pope, and this example also resonates with many bishops who learn from this in rule against the priests in their dioceses. As a final conclusion, the German Cardinal warns that this entire situation is leading the Catholic Church towards Protestantism. End quote. Cardinal Mueller is probably aware that he's close to crossing the line when he says things like that. But he's also 75, and he's already retired. Plus, within a few short years, he won't be able to participate in a papal conclave either. So, the consequences he faces are pretty small, all things considered. But he could still be punished in some way or another. But clearly, he feels compelled to speak. You see, at the heart of all of this is the issue that really looks like we're experiencing a break with Catholic tradition on the role of who governs the church. What are the roles of the successors of the apostles in all this? What's the role of the successor of Peter in the church in the modern age? The confusion seems to stem with a basic assumption, that democracy is viewed as an unquestionably good thing by the world, and that the church should adopt some assumptions central to democracy. That's the only excuse we can have for thinking that decentralizing the church is a good thing, or or putting the determination of doctrine somehow into the hands of the worst catechized generations in history. It's all a consequence of John XXIII opening the windows of the church to the world to let some fresh air in. But that's all, that, that's all in the final document for the Synod anyway. All of that rests on another assumption that they won't speak openly about. That aside from sacramental functions, clearly all too many of the bishops and laity think priests are not essential for the church. The consequences of the sinking are pretty obvious, unfortunately. But what do you think about this? Can you identify other recent examples of this anti-priest attitude among the laity and the hierarchy in Rome? I'm very curious to see what you have to say on this, so let me know in the comments, please. And hit like and subscribe if you haven't done so already, because it really does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps too, especially in these days when the uh, here the system at YouTube is being a little weird to me. So... Help me out here with that if you can. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.